This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just arrived collection of swim and other sun ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra in on trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. So you guys, welcome to another episode, but instead of it being two teas in a pod, it is going to be one T, one C, talking all things OC. I am with my friend, Cynthia Bailey. Hello. Miss you. I miss you too. I, so for those of you guys who don't know, Cynthia and I go way back to when we were essentially roommates, but I'm not really her roommate because I lived in the hallway. And Cynthia got a bedroom. A fair amount of time in my bedroom and in my bed, actually. So, well, I my other options were Lamar. (laughs) Oh my goodness! (laughs) Um, So we had a lot of fun, but I have missed you. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, but you have been seeing a lot of um, some other people I know. Uh, One being, I need I need to understand. What's okay. the deal? You and Sutton are, are tight. When did this happen and how did I miss it? Sutton and I connected at BravoCon. We actually were paired together for a panel, I think, or a meet and greet. I can't remember. And we just hit it off. I love her. She's awesome. She's like, you know, Southern. She's just like really fun and really sweet. So we hit it off. And you know how it is when, you know, you meet people. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, call me when you're in LA. We'll keep in touch. And I have to say to Sutton's credit, credit, she did a really good job of just like, hey, are you here? You know, because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to call you. And then I get there and I'm like busy and I don't always call. And she's like, like, hey, you got to call me. So she really did a good job of staying on me. And uh, we've become really, really tight, actually. I'm going to see her in New York soon. And I just saw her when she was in Augusta for the masters and I say oh I love the masters yes yes so I got a chance to hang out with her uh been spending some time with her on and off well I can't really get into that but you can't say but 
<laughs> a lot of off camera at events this year. <laughs> yeah, but we're, um, we're good. I, I I love Sutton. Take the news that you are going to be co-hosting with me. Oh, she just texted me. Actually, we were talking <laughs> about some other stuff. <laughs> I told her <laughs> I was going to call her back because I was getting ready to do two teas in a pod with my girl Teddy, and she was like, "Oh Lord." <laughs> Here's the thing about <laughs> the thing about me and Sutton is like we have like we can have moments where we're having fun and we're laughing and everything, but then there are moments that like I don't know if we just miss each other's social cues because we both end up offending each other in some way. Like every time. <laughs> and I'm like, what is it? Because there are moments we laugh, we have fun. Right. And then there are moments where I think maybe she doesn't understand my humor. I don't understand her, her right. humor. And we just. Hey, listen, sometimes, you know, the connections are there, but you just don't connect. It just is what it is. Yeah. You know. Um. So question, are you going to be more in Atlanta or are you going to be more in Beverly Hills? Right now I'm splitting my time. I'm here in Atlanta right now. I'm here at Lake Bailey and I just left LA two days ago and I was there for a couple of weeks. So honestly, Teddy, I'm just wherever my money is. <laughs> yeah. I'm the bag. And, uh, you know, my team is in LA. So I do spend quite a bit of time in LA, like shooting movies and stuff like that. But I shoot a lot here as well. So I don't know. I'm just kind of all over the place. Really mostly LA and New York though. I'm mean, sorry, really just mostly LA and Atlanta. And I know you made some appearances on Atlanta as well. So my question is, if you were going to pick, would you rather go back to Atlanta full time or be a friend on Beverly Hills? Ooh. Okay. I love the way you phrase that because I'm not really interested in being a full-time housewife on any franchise at this point in my life. My focus is my acting career, which is thriving, by the way. So I love that. Congratulations. I got to come back on when some of my movies come out. I have like probably about six or seven movies coming out this year. So. Oh. Anyway, but back to the question. Um, since I kind of want to live in the friend space and I've been a housewife on Atlanta for so long, I just love kind of popping in on Atlanta and maybe being a friend on Beverly Hills. And have you been watching the season of Atlanta so far? the highlights, you know, on my Instagram. Well, because we actually said, and this was before you were confirmed to come back and be on the show. I was like, they are missing a voice of reason. Like they need a Cynthia right now because it honestly feels like everyone is doing the most to create drama, but you're not seeing any fun right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from what I've seen, it just definitely feels like they're very divided. It's like, Team Kenya, Drew, Candy, and then T, Barlow, Sheree, and um, Sanya. And then I think Drew. Now there's Monietta. Um, Pardon? I feel like I'm missing someone. Did I say Drew already? I think Drew's on the Yeah, team. but then there's Monietta and then Courtney. I think Monietta tries to get along with everyone, but I think at the end of the day, she's Team Candy and Kenya. Yeah, well, now she's fighting with Marlo. Yes, I feel like Mar fighting with Marlo. 
question. Do you think that Marlo is, do you think Marlo has a good heart? Because there, this last episode, and I know, and, and we'll get into Orange County, but I just want to okay. grill you on this because okay. I don't, I, every time I've had her on the pod, she's been really fun. Yeah. Some of the women that from Atlanta that have come on mm-hmm. are very media trained. So you don't get too much. Right. She's not like that. She comes on. She's just who she is. Um, and and yeah. I love her for that. But when I'm watching the show, sometimes I'm like, is she just trying so hard to keep the peach that she's doing things out of her character? Or is that who she is? I, to be honest, I, the first part of the question, I do think that Marlo has a good heart. I've known her for years. I do think she has good intentions. However, (laughs) (laughs) on the show, I can definitely see how she could be very misunderstood. Some things just don't land the way that I would think she would have wanted them to land. And it definitely, you know, looks a little crazy. Like I definitely am like, okay, Marlo, like, were you trying to be a jerk in this scene? Or yeah. did it turn out that way? And again, I love Marlo. I think she has good intentions, but I think on the show, sometimes things just don't land right. Um, have you been following the Croy Beerman and Kim Zolziak of it all? Uh, I am on planet Earth. I have no, <laughs> I can't get away from it. Of course, it's been all over my timeline. I would be have to, I would have to be living under a rock to not, you know, to not be following it. Of course, I have. I was surprised. I was surprised. Um, and, you know, sad for them, of course, you know. I never want to see a happy marriage end. And I always thought that, you know, they were, you know, happy. To That's me. the hard thing about when you, when you see couples on Instagram and you see things happening, like you always make your own narrative. And then all of a sudden it's so, all of a sudden there's so much toxicity and your people are fighting back and forth, which is something I have not seen you do with your ex at this point. No. You guys have, and how did you do that? Because I know a lot of our listeners, you know, have been divorced or getting divorced. Like, how did you guys decide to just keep it cool? Just leave each other respectfully. <laughs> um, you know, and I did the same with my first ex, Peter. Regardless of what issues we had in our marriage, even as public people, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, we're all grown. We all chose to be together. And if things don't work out, I think there's always a space to leave in a very peaceful, respectful way. It didn't work out. I still don't love these people any less. I still, you know, I still root for these people. I still pray for them, but they're just not my person. And that's okay. But I had to find, I had to go through the process to see if they were my person. If they're not, that's okay. Still nothing but love. It was all intentional. How did you know it was time to leave? I mean, because I think in every marriage, that we all have ups and downs. Like it would be a complete lie to say like, oh, every day of my life is just amazing with Edwin and we are so happy all right. the time. Like there are days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky and I'm so in love and I'm so happy. Right. And there are days where I'm like, honestly, if I never see you again, I'd be all right. Right. <laughs> well, I- yeah, no, I hear you. Look, this is not my first rodeo. So it's not my first marriage. I've been married before. I am a woman of a certain age, so not only do I know what I want, I just know what I don't want. And I think as you get older, 
you just are able to figure out what works for you a little quicker than when you're younger. Yeah. You're just still, you know, it's the first time you're still trying to figure it out. So just in, not even just in my personal life, in my professional life, I just don't want to continue anything that doesn't bring me peace or happiness in, at this yeah. point in my life. So, you know, the transition has been really, really good for me. But I think, again, with age, you just kind of go, you know what, I, no. I, I this is not right for me. As opposed to when you're younger, you might try to ride it out a little longer. You know, I don't have, <laughs> I have like 25 more summers left, girl. I don't have time to waste trying to figure out something. Oh my right. gosh, my dad always says that. He's always like, I've only got, he's it's always true. like 10 years left. And I'm like, Listen. can you not say that? You have no idea how many years you have. No, but Teddy is true. Like, you know, I was the queen of like, you know, running toward like 50, I made 50 cent, like such a big thing. Like I literally wore you guys out with my 50th birthday. Now I just turned 56 and I have to tell you 56 didn't, does not hit the same as 55 because 55, <laughs> you're still in the middle. You're still close to 50 <laughs> and you're right there at 60. But when you turn 56, you're closer to 60. <laughs> That's when it gets real. You're like, wait a minute now. Now everything really counts. Like I really need to live my life to the fullest and do the things that I want to do. Like I still have so many dreams and goals and things that I want to do. So I'm like, oh, the clock is ticking. So I don't have any time to waste. Well, I also saw that you uh, recently said you're single and ready to mingle. Yes. Uh, who Have you gone on any dates? I am single and I have been mingling. Yes. I've been on a couple of dates and um, it has a you know, there's some, some prospects out there, nothing serious right now, but I'm definitely having fun dating. And Did you ever you know, date a guy from another reality show? Girl, at this point, I'm not ruling anyone out. I mean, I'm not, it's not a preference for me <laughs> to date someone from a reality show, but if that's what God sends my way, I can't rule anything out because I just don't know who, who God has for me. I just honestly don't. And uh, I don't want to be closed-minded. I don't want to miss my person because I have all these rules of like who I won't date. I don't know. When my person comes, I feel like I'm going to know who that person is and I'm going to date him. Well, have you met uh, Sheree's dude or Kenya's? I've met Sheree's dude, yes. And he's really sweet. I've only had nothing but like great ex you know, experiences around him. And they're so cute together. Sheree seems really happy with him and they look great. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for what, you know, I'm happy for them. I don't know, you know, the major details about their relationship, but we went to dinner uh, one night together and I, I, I was very happy for them both. Did Kenya, you get any sheep? Oh, Kenny, on the other hand, what? Kenya, on the other hand, um, I, have heard about her guy, but I've never met him yet or seen them together yet. But uh, she seems pretty, pretty smitten with him for sure. She seems pretty into him. But I could tell even yes. when you could see the the FaceTime they had on the show, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, no, she's, she's into that man for sure. Yeah. Like, even like the way she like lights up like a light bulb when she talks to him or about him. And uh, yeah, I actually just got back to Atlanta, like I said, so I'll probably catch up with Miss Kenya this week and get some more scoop on that. But well, uh, she had a big episode this week, so she probably needs a friend right now. <laughs> um, and then final question before we get into Orange County. Yes. I, when people found out or assumed that you were coming on, because like I did that little post, like, who do you think I'm going to be co-hosting with? And people are like, Cynthia, Cynthia, you know. Um, 
they want to know about that because I've only done it like one other time, like maybe twice. Once or twice, right? we're friends. Like, so for me, something that's pivotal to me, like if I'm going to do this podcast, I want it to be with people that I, I truly have a relationship yeah. with. Yeah. Because then to me, if you have a real relationship, you can disagree on something. Right. And no, we're still good. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't agree with you on this point of view. You don't agree with me, but like, let's laugh it off and move it on because we're only as good as last week's episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but true. a lot of people want to know your first impressions Denise and Camille. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, I love Denise and Camille. I actually spent some time with them and I'm uh-huh. like, and Denise and I've been texting back and forth. We're supposed to get together for lunch or for dinner. And then I got busy with all my movie stuff and I had to come here, but we're definitely getting together. And then Denise was going to come to Atlanta to shoot a movie and then the whole strike thing happened. But oh, we definitely connected. I adore Camille. We're going to definitely do like a million lunches and dinners. Uh, we we had a good time. I like those ladies. We've always been like friends from afar, but we definitely have crossed over into we will see each other and, 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 and you know, really, you know, get to know each other. You know, the good thing about you, Cynthia, is like, I feel like everyone likes you and you like everyone, which is quite opposite from me. So we're really... <laughs> We're gonna be. We connect. I'm just kidding. You know, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Well, first of all, everyone does not like me. I mean, I think maybe more people like me than you. But trust and believe, I got my haters too, girl. I just think maybe they're just t- tired of hating on me, and they just are like, okay, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna just like Cynthia at this point. But um, but it's so crazy because my experience with you, like we did Ireland together. Name that tune. Did that come out by the way I think it comes out in September oh okay all right and then we did Big Brother together my only experiences with you have been amazing so I'm always like I love it I don't know what everybody else is doing that's why whenever you call as you can see I I always show right there and I I would do the same and when you come out next week we're doing Pelicare for sure yes um all right so to go into Orange County have you watched any past or just this most recent episode? So I know. To be honest, no, I have not. I have not. If I see something again on the gram, you know, I'll like yeah. watch it out. But I did watch the episode. I did watch the screener last night. Okay. So right from the beginning, who's your favorite? Ooh. Um, well, you know, I have a little sweet spot for Tamara because I've gotten to know her a lot through you and everything. I do like that she's back on the show. I'm excited to see her intro was bomb. Like she comes in on the motorcycle. I was like, okay, I don't even know if I ever want to go back. But if I do go back, I know good damn well I need that Tamara intro. Like I don't even ride motorcycles, but I'll learn to just like- No, show- you're going to have to find, you're going to have to like come in on like a helicopter that you're piloting yourself. Something no one else has done. Like that was a badass intro. No, they brought her, they brought my girl in right. Like she kind of went out like like in the bushes crying. <laughs> she didn't go out right. So, but they definitely brought her back in right. So I was really glad they kind of lifted her up in a blaze of glory and just let her have have that moment. I will say uh, I don't know a lot of the ladies from Orange County. I do know Vicky. I've done a bunch of stuff with Vicky, but I didn't see Vicky in this episode. Is she is she back or is she a friend? She's she she's gonna be back. I don't know if she's even officially a friend. Okay, um, but she will be back. We see her on a cast trip. She, okay, like in the trailer, she does like a jump scare. Like okay. she's like ah, and right. you kind of realize <laughs> that she's back. Um, Chloe 
the episode starts and Tamara's back. Uh, we hear Shannon ask if Tamara can change and Gina calling Tamara a dick. We mm -hmm. find out Tamara's mom, Sandy, lives in the casita. Mm -hmm. Okay. First things first, the OC women love a casita. Like, <laughs> Gina lived in one, Tam's mom's in one. Um, first scene, you know, as they're kind of setting up the tone that Tamara's coming back, it doesn't seem the women have much positive things to say. Right. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charged the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Then we get, then they kind of, they show the beginning stuff with Tam. What'd you think about Tamra's mom? <laughs> Oh, I love her. I love her. I love that she has settled right on in. <laughs> She's comfortable. <laughs> she brings her male friend over. I thought it was fun. You know, it's not easy. I've had my mom live with me before and I love my mom. Mom's living, living with your mom, not, not easy. Love my mama, but I don't know if I want to live with her or her, see her. Would you be okay with her being over. in your house? What's that? Would you be okay with her being in your house? Being in my house, I'm totally fine with my mom visiting for like, you know, weeks at a time. Living and visiting are very different. My yeah, mom has visited visit for a week. For like a week, two weeks. She can visit for a month, but there always has to be a, a cutoff when she's going yeah. to leave, for sure. But I also have to say the only time I want to hear about my mom's sex life is when I want something to make me cry. Like, I absolutely <laughs> don't know. <laughs> no, ma'am. Like, I grew up with a mom who was, like, all of my friends' best friends, like, always giving them, it, like, sex. But I was right. like, Abs no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. my mom having sex. Like, like that would, that would be 
I, I don't think that conversation would ever happen freely between us to talk about our sex lives. But also having sex on the pullout couch, I was cracking up. Like that is a small little area to have sex on. You've never had sex on a pullout couch? Not if I was Sandy. <laughs> I mean, of course I did when I was younger. But like I, that was, I mean, if you're, I can't imagine sharing a bed to go to sleep on a bed that size. <laughs> said it's the most ideal, a comfortable situation, but I definitely had sex on a pullout couch before. And if it's, it's all about the person, it's not about the couch, honey. It's about the person and what they're working. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see that two teas in a pod was played right at the beginning? Right at the beginning, it said, Clips from Two Teas and a Pod are played to show what Tamara has said about Shannon on the pod. Yes. Tamara says she just told the truth. So to right. give you any backstory that you, you mostly get on the episode, but when Tamara left and, well, got fired, or what, as we like to call it, got Vickied, um, right. she, as I was, I don't know how you felt, but the majority of women, when they are asked to either step down and become right. a friend, or you get fired completely, there is a moment in time where you, you feel lost, especially if it's something that has taken over your life. For, for sure, the, for sure. And did you have those feelings at first? I did, I did. I mean, I was offered to come back as a friend and I just chose to just cut the cord and just, you know, move into um, focus on my acting career. However, you know, once the show actually came on, like I was fine until the show came on and it was like all over my Instagram and everybody's like, oh, look at the outfits, look at the taglines. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of messed <And> it. <laughs> did any of the women that you were close to kind of distance themselves from you afterwards? You know, what's really funny. I feel like everyone actually came to me more. Like even the new yeah. girls, they didn't know. They were like, hey, you know, I'm new on the show and I hear so much, you know, I heard so many great things about you. I'd love to connect at some point and just, you know, talk to you or whatever, whatever. I actually got a lot of love, which I was surprised, honestly, because Teddy, I thought like, you know, okay, these women, honestly, it's a, they really don't have to be friends with me or be around me at this yeah. point. You know, it's different when you work together because you, regardless, you have to see each other. Yeah, but yeah, you're showing up, you're going to a job. Like they could have just dropped off. And I really expected some of them to do that, to be honest. And to my surprise, you know, everyone was like, hey, you know, I see you're in Atlanta, let's have dinner. Like people, all everyone, all of those ladies, including the new ones, did a really good job of, you know, just keeping in touch, which is why I actually ended up popping up because they're always inviting me to their things off camera and on camera. So I was like, all right, you know what? If I'm in town, I want to go and support them. And that's, that's something I said to Tamara that is obviously different with OC than Beverly Hills because the same thing happened to me. When, the, when they got the news, like they filled me with love, like there all of my friends, like they were like, you know, we miss you. This is, we hate this. Like, this isn't right. right. You did so much for us, for the show. Like all the shit we didn't even want to do, you do like all of it. Exactly. Like exactly. we're going to be missing. So I, so when, when Tamara was upset about it, I, I truly related because they were best friends for yeah. a lot of years. Um, but then, you know, as they start to talk about it, you see that they both have hurt on both sides. Yeah. But I mean, I think facts are facts. Like, no, it's true. It's true. But but here's the thing, too. If, if you're like, you know, just like show friends and then there's like real friends, because I'm like friends with some of the ladies who I just mostly see them at work. 
But then I have friends that I hang out and go on vacations with and spend real time with as well. Some you're just closer to than others. The thing about like when, you know, Tamara was saying, well, you know, I did an interview and they asked me and I told the truth. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. That's all fine and dandy, but you always know, you always have to keep in mind that if you do an interview and say something, even if it's the truth, someone else in an interview is going to ask that next person, well, did you see the interview that Ted, that Teddy did with you? Cynthia? You know, yeah. that Teddy did, and she said, this is this about you. So we're always asked to respond whether we want to or not, you know, regardless of how we feel. So in all fairness, like every reaction, every everything you do, is going to get some kind of reaction. And I would say, even if I'm telling the truth, like, I feel like if it's my real friend who I care about, I'm going to, I'm not just gonna be like, oh, well, <laughs> throw it out there. Like, I'm gonna say, you know what? That's my girl and I always love her. But honestly, truthfully, A, B, and C, and D, I think there's just a way to put the truth out there if you want right. to protect the friendship. If you want, now, if you don't want to protect the friendship, then hey, let it do what it do. But I think what I've started to see is if anger is involved, in mm -hmm. the end of the friendship, that's where things start to get yes. thrown out. And hurt. And hurt. And hurt, yeah. Situations where my feelings were really, really hurt. And I know that I saw an episode that Tamara was going through a lot. Her dog died. And her husband's going through stuff. So I know at, those are the times when you really, really want your friends to be there for you. So I, I kind of get it. If she was coming from a place of hurt, I feel like none of it's so bad that they can't, you know, get it, you know, pull it together. I did I would like to say, though, in the scene when she and Shannon finally talked, um, I feel like Shannon was definitely a little cold. Like, I felt like at least just from the dog down along, like I was I just wanted to jump. I was like, hug her, hug her. Uh, like, yeah, no, because you could see Tamara getting emotional. God. Yes, I wanted Shannon to just hug her old friend and still hash out the stuff later. But in that moment, even if you guys aren't getting along, like I would hug my worst enemy if she told me their dog, her, that her dog died. I just would be like, you know, I don't really like you that much, but I'm going to give you this good hug because I know you need it and I know you're in pain. I don't even love hugs, but that like half-assed hug that Tamara and Shannon had made me uncomfortable. I was like, what is, I, I don't know. I don't like it. I know. I was like, mm, yeah, I didn't feel that hug for sure. Um, yeah, definitely not there. Okay. Then we go on the, the hiking on Housewives kills me. I don't know if you guys have to do it a lot on Atlanta. Atlanta but like not big on hiking here in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, like but OC and Beverly Hills, it's always hiking where you have to walk really slowly because the camera crew's like sprinting behind you. <laughs> Trying not to fall off the cliff. <laughs> so it's the most BS hiking, but Emily in the past has done kind of like outlandish things. Like when it comes to like one time that she was in a sauna and she pulled a Subway sandwich out of her purse and ate it in the hot sauna. So like, do you think when she drank the dog's water from the water bowl that that was a shtick? Or do you think that she was just like, oh, I'm thirsty? know why she drinks the water out of the dog's bowl. I, I really just don't know why she actually did that. And I will just like to say, I don't know how thirsty I have to be or what deserted island that I have to be on. <laughs> I actually need to drink from my dog's water. Like, and I love my dog. I mean, may Bailey rest in peace. He recently passed. Aww. but. I have seen the things that Bailey has done with that mouth and, and the whole thing with animals' mouths are cleaner. I don't know, because I've been with some humans too that have done some interesting things with their mouths. <laughs> so. I, 
I mean, all I know is like my like some of my past dogs they eat their own shit. And <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I she that's not, it would be one thing maybe if it was her dog, right? She doesn't even know what Archie's been up to. Exactly. Exactly. Because at least if it's your dog, you already know what you fed this dog. You know what that shit looks like already. You've smelled that shit for years. You're at least familiar. <laughs> don't really, I mean, I'm it's not comfy saying, shit. It's your but, shit, basically. It's your shit. It's like eating your own. Like your dog is like an extension of you in some way. Not just some right. rat. So, yeah. But it's, then it's, Emily's talking about all the, all the shit that came out of Tamara's mouth. I'm like, none of it's <laughs> as bad as what you're drinking right now. Exactly. Exactly. We get into Heather talking about how Gina has canceled on her multiple times. Yes. Terry says sometimes people don't want to invite them since they think it won't be fancy enough for them. Right. Okay. I, here's the thing. I am personally a person, if I have an event, I try to group a group of people that I think will potentially get along. It has no idea has nothing to do with fanciness. Like my 40th birthday was a mishmash of people from all over my life. Some have a lot of money. Some had very right. little money, but it's about what kind of energy they're going to bring. Yeah. So I don't know if it's necessarily wanting to not invite her because she's worried Heather's not going to enjoy it because they don't have the, but by the way, she drinks Dom, not Boo. I looked it up. <laughs> but yeah, like, let's be clear. But also, it's more, she thinks Heather's not going to be appropriate to her other friends. Mm. Well, this is how I feel about that. Okay. I am super busy. I have a huge mix of friends. Some I love to be around. Some I kind of take in doses. Like, you know, different age groups. It's It's a lot. Personally, I always, I always want the invite. I don't always want to go, but I want to be included. So I want the opportunity to say, oh, thanks, but you know what? I'm going to set this one out. I, I think if you're my friend and it seems like, you know, they're, they're friends, like you just got to like throw the invite out there and be like, I hope she doesn't come. <laughs> That's right. my like I really don't want to invite this person, but if I don't, she's going to feel some kind of way, but it's not really her thing. It's not her crowd. Hopefully she's not going to come. But at least, you know, I did my part. Well, I, I mean, that's essentially what, what Heather said to Gina. But this is what le led me to the other thing that we were talking about before, which is show friends versus non-show friends. Exactly. In my opinion, Gina last season became close with Heather because it was good for her and the show. Okay. Then the show stops filming. And that's why she didn't carry on the friendship. Got it. Okay. Okay. Because you can, eat, regardless if she's not going to want to be invited to an event, regardless if I thought, you know what, Cynthia would hate this event. She doesn't like to do blah, blah, blah. Why would I invite her? I could still say, hey, Cynthia, do you want to go to lunch? Right, right. I could still make an effort to That's see true. you That's doing true. things that we and I know we both enjoy together. So if you're not making any effort to see somebody, it's not necessarily about the event. True. That's true. And even when she was explaining why <laughs> she hadn't reached out, it was like, oh, and then, you know, I had to go do my laundry and then I had to go <laughs> mop my floor. And, you know, it took a really long time to mop my floor. Like it was just a lot. It was like, girl, like, do you want 
to continue this friendship or not. And, yeah. you know. Well, how did you feel about Heather's comments when she was talking about her kids going to college and they don't know how to do laundry and blah, blah, blah. Like, how did you raise your kids? I can totally, relate. <laughs> I can totally yeah. relate, relate. When Noelle went to college, I mean, she didn't really know how to do much of anything either, <laughs> to be honest. And she yeah. had to kind of learn when she was there and just be on her own and like figure it out. Well, I know I, I watched it at first and then I was like, I need to be better with my kids because like, there's a lot of stuff. Like I have them put their plates in the sink, but yeah. I don't have them wash their plates. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Things like that. Like I have and them. You forget. Like I didn't even know Noelle didn't know how to wash dishes until she was, it was time for her to leave. I was like, wait, you've never, cause she would do the same thing. She would put it in the sink, maybe rinse it off. <laughs> maybe, you know what I'm saying? But she didn't, she never really did dishes. She's, she's like, we have a dishwasher. I just put it in the dishwasher. But like, actually. I'm having now flashbacks of the Celebrity Big Brother house and how disgusting all the men were with leaving the shit everywhere from the toilet to the plates. Like, so I feel Every like even more so than with the girls, I need to like really hound in with my son how to take care of himself. Yeah. Even the other day I watched him go potty and I go, dude. Why aren't you lifting up the toilet seat? And if you yes. need to keep it down, you have to wipe it off when you're done. Yes, yes, yes. 100% <laughs> agree. I was like, oh, I'm doing this kid a disservice. His poor wife's going to be like, what the hell did your mom teach you? Nothing. You know, um, it's a different era. Like we had, like I had to learn how to cook. I had to know how to clean. Like, because we had, I had to know how to babysit my brother when he was younger. Like it was just part of life when I was growing up. Like you just had to, you oh, had to feed yourself. Room, we had everything, everything. Yeah, there was so, no, like my mom getting up with me and getting me breakfast before school, a well balanced oh. breakfast. I was like, "Here's a lucky charm, <laughs> some milk, exactly, <laughs> some half ass lunch." Like there wasn't any. Like I needed my volleyball uniform. I had to go wash it. Like yeah. iron it yourself. Like whatever. We totally <laughs> were. We were self sufficient. And now, like, these kids, like, they don't, like, I don't even think Noelle would have sur survived, like, during my era. Like, because she's literally like, wait, what? Like, okay. So. Validation for everything. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's crazy. And I actually feel bad for them because it's actually good to know how to cook. I don't know. Like, like they have, these kids have to be rich because they have to have somebody to do these things for, things for them. Because what are they going to do when they get in a situation where they have to actually cook? and clean and do all these things it's it's really thing i'm not a good cook either like but i i mean i know how to cook the things that i like to eat but most other humans aren't gonna enjoy what i like <laughs> i can make like five things that i like that were my go-to so right. i mean maybe we all need to take a cooking class from you right. because you're an excellent cook where's your cooking show by the way i've been waiting i know i know i know you know what the acting thing has just taken off like i am super super busy with my acting career and i thought like it would you know i was prepared for it to kind of roll out a little slower but um, it's happening. I keep saying, oh, I'm transitioning. And I like, even now, I've just changed the narrative. I don't say I'm transitioning anymore. I'm an actress now. Okay. Like, I just flew from Miami from doing a movie yesterday. I'm like, I probably have, like, again, probably about, at this point, you know, you know, the strike is going on now. So things slow down a little bit. But I probably have about eight movies coming out this year. It, yeah, you're like, I'm busy. I'm booked and busy. Yet, but it's still on deck because cooking is definitely my happy place, my peaceful place. And, um... I feel like that's something that 
as you know, as far as reality TV, something that I would enjoy doing for sure. So yeah. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charged the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. And then we have Jennifer Pedranti. She is the newest housewife. She's the one that has the yoga event. Okay. She and her ex-husband, Will, still share a house. Will works in Oklahoma for her family's business. And instead of having her kids go between the houses when Will comes into town, Jennifer stays at her boyfriend's house. Um, what is your initial vibe on her? Um, She seems cool. I like her energy. I think the whole house situation is, is ridiculous. I just think that- Oh, like, yeah. She has a new man, like, you know, everybody has to feel comfortable. And even though they're friends and I get the whole kid thing, I get the convenience thing, but I feel like, you know what? And I like being friends with my exes, especially if there's kids and stuff involved. But I think there has to be a a cutoff of like- a, Some sort of a clean break. Yeah. Like, it, I just don't think it makes any sense for this man's clothes to still be in the house and my new man is there. And my new man is talking about, well, maybe I'll wear his jacket. Like, that's that's a lot. It, and, and then we get to the part where Emily said she heard from Gina that Jennifer was not faithful to her husband. And that's why they they ended up breaking up. So I just feel like we're going to see a lot of things unravel with her. I don't know. Um but the way she kind of explained why she broke up with her husband made a lot of sense until we started hearing the other things from the other women. Okay. Why did she say she broke up with them? Because I didn't see that. She just said she didn't want to live in Oklahoma. Okay. Well, neither do I. So that's, yeah, but, <laughs> that's get it. <laughs> yeah. um, 
So no, she disrespect no, Oklahoma, but I don't live there either. Okay, what else? She didn't want to live in Oklahoma. He works for her family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my guess, I don't actually know. My guess is she they they have the second house in Orange County. I think she, probably she's allegedly stepped out on her marriage mm-hmm. and then left her husband. Um, and then he's still just because he works for her parents or runs the family business or whatever it is. Does he have a girlfriend? I don't, I don't know. I I mean, I think it's bizarre. I mean, granted, my ex-husband worked for my dad for about six more months after we were divorced. Okay. And and I was like, this is weird. Yeah. We got to wrap this up. (laughs) Yeah. Like let's, I realize you're doing a documentary on him, but let's. Let's keep it moving. Right. Like we're friends, we're cool, but like I don't need to hear about you from my dad. I'm exactly. good. Like I, I, I would want to like work. a clean break and a new beginning. Yeah, and I think thing, and then you guys figure out the kid stuff in in between. But I think it's even for the kids. I I feel like that could even be confusing if dad is still in the house and stuff is still there, and then the new guy's there, and it's like, wait, what? It's a lot. And I actually asked Tamara on the last podcast, I go, is Eddie always like that? Like, is he always making sexual jokes? And she's like, always. But then I watched the scene with Jen where her boyfriend picks her up. They're filming. And he's like, yeah, I want to get some. I'm like, I would have died. I would have. Have you been sexual on camera? Not sexual, but like. No, but I've definitely, you know made it very clear that the sexual when I was with the person that you know the sexual relationship was in a very healthy thriving space for sure I did not hide that on camera I think there was definitely a scene where uh we're on you know we're at my kitchen counter and I think we may have mentioned you know some of my past uh experiences on that counter with, with a certain, oh. you know, like we yeah if I if I'm having sex with my guy and we're filming um yeah i'm you know i things can definitely be thrown out there i i'm def i definitely don't shy away you know i'm pretty happy when i'm when i'm getting some so filming or not when men are nervous they start to make those jokes a little more because they're like what else are we going to talk about so they're like yeah i want to get you i'm ready huh but who knows then we get to the the yoga where shannon falls down five thousand times I'm not shaming anyone for their physical ability. (laughs) I'm not fall shaming, but I was like, is this a shtick at this point? (laughs) Um, But then we get, we, we get inside. um, They have the, of course they have the intuitive healer um, who we've probably seen on past seasons with a different job. (laughs) And then they go inside and Gina is talking to Tamara and they start talking about Shannon and Shannon's like, is this me? Right. And I love, I love that. Cause that's so, that always happens where you walk into the scene, they're like, go in now, go now. And they're like literally dragging you in the scene or whatever. They weren't really dragging her in this scene, but I've been in scenes where they're like talking stuff. And then I just walk up and I'm like, Hey guys, <laughs> what's going on? They're like, oh. And then everyone's like panicked. <laughs> but then Tamara starts crying and saying she missed her best friend she tells shannon that bronx died and they had to close the gym and shannon says you know kind of in like a nonchalant way like we should get together we do have history amiga 
yeah yeah it, it was a little i felt a little cold and i don't know like all right really okay well yeah let's have drinks soon i don't yeah. know i i don't that know was the moment where i wanted her to forget the bullshit grab her old friend and give her a tight hug and then say hey you know what my heart is breaking for you you know we have to have real conversation at another time but in this moment i just want to hug you and give you some love but also just they have instagram they i don't believe that they unfollowed one another mm-hmm. so the likelihood that shannon already knew those things mm-hmm. she could have at that point said like i know I'm that would so have been sorry nice. yeah like i know i'm so sorry and you know what I probably should have reached out, but so much has happened. I didn't know how. Like in those moments, you just want to feel real connection. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I I mean, I know we'll get there, um, but kind of two two last things to discuss. Um, One, what are your thoughts on the three-fourth confessional? Like now they show their legs. And confessionals like they do that on Dubai too. I would have been so pissed because I love not having to wear nice pants. You can go either way for me. Like I do like being able to have like sweatpants on at the bottom. But if you have like a really I have had like really gorgeous dresses on or like a gorgeous outfit on where I felt like it would be great to see the entire outfit. You know what I mean? So I, I like the option. Like if you have a great outfit on, show the whole thing. If you don't, just show the waist up. You know what I mean? Did you drink during confessionals or were you sober? Absolutely, I drank. I wouldn't even do a confessional without drinking. (laughs) You realize that, like, the majority, (laughs) uh, I I mean, it's half and half. But, like, one time I asked Kyle, I'm like, do you drink during confessionals? Because I was struggling my last year because I was pregnant and I couldn't drink during confessionals. And I was like, you know, it it doesn't feel as effortless to be shitty. Right. And she said, oh, no, I never drink during confessionals because I want my memory to be on point. And I was like, I one million percent needed to. She's a real one. I, I I drink during confessionals. I drink before the scenes. I drink during the scenes. Like I I think I drank the most in my life while I was on Housewives for sure. I drink. Oh. All the trips. Yeah. I I definitely. I'm a social drinker, and I have anxiety sometimes when I'm shooting. So I'm like, give me a, give me where's the tequila. So what, what? I just had a thought with, I know you can't talk about the filming, but you were with Kyle. I forgot that you guys had a whole sitch. Yeah. On girls trip. Yeah. Are you guys completely good now? I think so. You know, we, we, I, I moved past it. I think she moved past it. Um, she just sent me Mauricio's book. Uh, I got a big, beautiful box from her for his stuff um, that he has going on with the show. Um, so she communicates by text or whatever. She's lovely. I think we're good. We just had to kind of get over that. I mean, I don't think, you know, she wants to be my best friend or anything, but. <laughs> she's not banging down your door right now. Yeah. She's not stalker texting me or anything like that. <laughs> but I think we're in a great place and we shared you in common. We shared Justin in common. So Kyle just has to, we just have to be friends. We're just too connected to, you know, other people that we're really good friends with. So, and, and I, I do lo- think you guys 
set the tone for girls trips because that girls trip had the perfect amount of fun and drama. I know it was parts of it was really shitty for you, but like <laughs> watching that and as I continue watching the the other ones, like especially the most recent one, whew, I was like, gosh, I miss I missed the Turk and Caicos trip where yeah. like it felt like real authentic drama. It not was. fighting over like a tequila bottle. Right. <laughs> no, it's true. You know, I do feel like our girls trip was definitely super authentic and super real. It was the first one. So there was no formula for it. We just went and we I, like I honestly got on that trip and I was like, this is going to be so much fun. You know, I get along with everyone. I have like friends already. Like I was already close to like Kenya, Luann. Um, I already had in my mind claimed Kyle as my friend because I was like, <laughs> my friend because she's fun and we have friends in common and she has no choice but to be my friend and of course true to when the cameras come up she was the first close <laughs> <laughs> like what is happening this was like i had already like literally moved into her guest house like we were gonna be so. <laughs> um anyway and then but it, it is what it is but it all worked out and i we're in a good place if I were to remind myself, I can't really remember who you connected with more, Teresa or Melissa. Teresa, I, who was the person that I was the most curious about because of everything that she had gone through on the show. Like, I love, like, a comeback story. Um, were you at the wedding? Yes. Hold on. This is what I don't understand. I have a question. Do you think the wedding was just, like, an extension of jersey or it was like its own full thing because I, I don't know they didn't really give us much of the other I wanted to see like more of you of Dorinda of Chanel like all the different yeah. women that were there and it's like we just got like a second okay I, I didn't see the special yet but I know in in real life being there I don't even think I was mic'd to be honest I did get there I was running a little bit behind so did like, you get paid no, no, no. I actually just went in real life because I, you know, Teresa's like my real friend in real life from Girls Trip. So. Um, yeah, well, how did you feel about, how do you feel about Louie? Like, have you seen any of the stuff going down? I love Louie. Like, I met him. We've all had dinner together. My experience with him, he seems to be very into his wife. She seems to be very into him. They seem to be happy together. I feel like he's a good guy. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like I haven't watched all the stuff. I've seen like some clips and I've seen some very concerning clips where I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. This doesn't feel right. But that is not, again, I'm not, all I know is what I have been around and he seems like a good guy. Well, my prediction is what a little bit is that Ryan, Jen, the new housewife from OC Okay. I feel like her boyfriend may have a slight case of the Louis. Oh, okay. It's called the Louis. <laughs> you have to look into the eyes. I feel a touch of danger from both. I don't know. We're oh. going to have to keep well, watching. How, how, do you, how do you think things are going to work out with Louis and Teresa? This is my concern because I actually, even though, you know, Tamara and I have had all these back and forths with Teresa and Melissa and Jacqueline Lareda and it's all over the place and there's supposedly this big feud I loved hanging out with Teresa at Andy's baby shower she was like one of my favorite like we had a blast she's cool she's fun like it out of Jersey setting 
I've always had fun with Teresa, but watching this season, it is so toxic. And I worry that, and this is not coming from a judgmental way. This is just coming from like, I, I tend to see things in certain relationships and, you know, I see them about my own that are not positive or positive, but there's something about the way that Louie is with her that feels like gaslighting. Mm. Like, I feel like he pumps her up not in the most authentic way and then it gets her in trouble and she doesn't know how to get her way out of it without him. So it's like that need to have him. Mm. And I hope that, I, I, I do truly hope that I'm wrong um, but all the stuff we've seen allegedly from his past, like now that we do this podcast, you'll see now, now that we're doing OC, people mm-hmm. send you so much shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. That you don't even want to see, like, you're going right. to get so much stuff. Like there's 90% of the things that I'm sent. I don't talk right. about on the pod. Cause I just think right. it's crossing a line, but the things on him, I, ju- I just fear for her. I just don't want her to end up in a similar situation that she had with her first husband yeah yeah well i i'm rooting for them i want the best for them i have not watched the show i've only seen the clips online and my only experience is with them in person so um i i pray it works out for them me too um i hope it it's all figured out but we loved having you today um any final thoughts you want to share on oc like do you think this is going to be a good season or do you think like do you think this was a slow start do you think it was a good one like were you um I think I think it should be I mean I hope it's going to be a good season and what I love is it seems like a really good mix of women it seems like authentic friendships and you know like friendships that are going through things I think these shows are the most successful when it's this when there's real connection with the women yeah and they real issues and I think on Atlanta you know going back to Atlanta I think what's kind of missing on Atlanta is those like friendship those friendships where like I mean you know the ups and downs that you have to go through like I've although I'm in a good space with everyone I've had moments with all of them yeah and, you know we were able to get past those moments and it's real because it's like hey you know like this, this is happening. This is not a comfortable time for us in this friendship. And it sucks because you have to still be on camera with this person where in real life, when you fall out with your friend, you just, you know, put them on ice for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You're, you're like, like, all right, we're going like, to, I'll see you in a couple of weeks here. You know, yeah. you have to, you know, you have to go back the next day and, you know, everyone's, you have dinner with them. So, um, yeah, it, I, I'm actually, after watching it, I'm a little invested to like kind of see how the season plays out. And I'm super excited that Taryn is back. And I know she's going to, I know she had plenty of time to uh, rest up and bring it this season. So I'm expecting. Oh. <laughs> I already had to Tam- ask her, I'm like, are you going to get mad at me? Because I know there's going to be some things that you're doing that I'm not going to be team Tam on. And she was like, listen, all the shit that, the good thing about Tamara, she's like, I know when I cross the line. Right, right. And watching it back, like, oh, shoot, like, I made a mistake there. I was an asshole. I drank too much. I did this or whatever it is. And then you guys for listening. Thank you so much for having Cynthia on. Please send any questions that you have for us so that we can talk about it on the next episode. I will be back with Tamara on Monday to talk all things Atlanta, um, which I also need to ask you one last thing, Cynthia. How do you feel about Sonia? 
Um, I like Sam. I, uh, how do I feel about Sonya? I, I like Sonya. I think um, she is definitely... Stop it! Stop, 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 stop. You know, first season is hard. Aww. I think she is still getting her, you know, getting... This you know. is her second season! Okay, well, I know, but I think she's... I think <laughs> Sonya has definitely stepped up in her second season. You know, it's... I, I like her. I like her. I don't know if you want to go it. party with her? Does she seem like a fun time to you? For sure, for sure. I've like really vibe with her, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Like she's she's really a nice woman, and I think she's great. And I think that you know, as you go on, here's the thing. I'll say this: a lot of the people that you like, okay, a lot of people who figured it out the first season, a lot of people like, mm, I don't get it. You know, matter of fact, I'm sure people said that about me my first season. Well, well, Peter and I were like a hot mess my first season. Like everything was like the train went completely off. The, as soon as we signed up, everything went crazy. So we were like, we were a lot. But anyway, first season is tough. I think it takes at least two, maybe possibly three seasons for the fans to get invested and for you to just kind of work out the kinks. So. Yeah. I mean, I was only liked my first season. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, let's 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 just give her a chance because, like, even I was on twelve years, like eleven years, and people was like, oh, either people thought I was great or they thought I was boring. So there you go. I like to think that I just pick, you know, just like to pick and choose the drama that I wanted to be in. But I think every, I do think every single franchise needs a voice of reason, and I think you were that. I do think Sonya could be that, but she's too much of a flip flopper at this point. Oh my God. Okay. See, I used to get like, I used to get called that too. So that's like a little bit of a trigger. Oh, shoot. Sorry. So triggering me right now, because here's the thing. When you're in a group of women, Teddy, and it's like one day you may feel like, okay, I see what you're saying. I agree with you. And then you talk to someone else. You're like, damn, okay. I kind of agree with you too. Sometimes you just kind of get caught in the middle and it's hard when you're really trying to be in a decent space with most of the women. So I'm just going to leave it right there. I know we have to go, but, um, you know, I like we'll fight about this her. next week. What's that? <laughs> I said, we'll fight about this next week. Exactly. I will come back on. This is to be continued. I love coming on here. Hanging out with you. And, uh, All right. you know, you're my girl. I love Thank you. you so much. I'll see you next week. Yes. We're going to the spa. All right. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.